evening. Hello. How are you? It's another Friday. I am your Sasha coming to you live for another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. So tonight we are having part two of our discussion with editor and CEO uh, Deidre Gibbs of HPS Magazine. Uh, we first had our first conversation the Friday after Thanksgiving, and um, we didn't get through. Time ran out, and so we decided to schedule and do a second part of that interview. So um, I'm not going to do any housekeeping. I will take care of that later, but right now I am going to go ahead and get into the show and get the conversation started. Deidre, good evening. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's cold. It's a little chilly. It's raining. Um, But other than is it? Okay. So you understand what I'm going through. It's, It's a perfect night to be in and not on the street. You know, dangerous out yeah, there. <laughs> so, how have you been doing this week after Thanksgiving? You don't have you thrown all your Thanksgiving leftovers away? <laughs> yes, they are all officially gone. Thankfully, yes, mine. Yes, mine too. I'm I'm Thanksgiving out, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm done. I'm done, done. Um, so last Friday we were talking and mm-hmm. we ceremoniously got cut off. Um, but I want to go a little deeper into, I had a few other questions that I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. HPS. Um, I got my notes and everything. I'm prepared today. I'm a good student. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. Okay. So let me ask you this. Now, I know that you said that your magazine, it used to be in paper, but now it is basically a digital blog, correct? That's yeah. right. Correct. Okay. So when you do the layout in the blog or even when you were doing it in the um the magazine paper format, what was your layout? How did you decide what was gonna go here? What what did the layout of or what does the layout of your magazine look like now? Well, compared to from what it was when it was on paper, it's more of there's different categories because before, before okay. it was on paper, it was just, it was like any regular maybe jet or ebony that you saw, whereas that, that table of content had it all. You had from comedy okay. to interviews to point of views to, to advertisements, the works. And now mm-hmm. the way I have it on blog farm, it's, it's still categorized, but it's two posts per day, majority of the time. So you get a okay. combination 
you might get poetry and cooking, or you might get comedy and poetry. You might get interviews and advertisements. It's usually okay. I try to mix, keep it mixed up to where it's you don't you know you're going to expect something, but not exactly what. It keeps keeps mm-hmm. wondering. Okay, keep kind of. Kind of keeps you guessing a little bit and what and exactly. what you're gonna get. So, but it, yeah, and also I guess that that helps in the fact that with it now being digitally and digital and being a blog, um, you don't have to follow a set format. Correct. Is that right. Correct. Because it's basically yeah. you know that what is usually going to, what might be in there, but you don't know mm-hmm. exactly what's going to be for that day. Because there are times where there might be short stories or okay. it could be a political interview or it could be a political article, which is rare. But in these times, you can just, you might see it. Yeah. So you, you'll get a, you'll get somebody who's in, you know, cooking to where there might be a spotlight interview, someone that might be doing movies or, you know, it's going to be something that's normal with it, but you just don't know Mm -hmm. what it's going to be. Okay. Um, How can someone, how do you do your subscription? Or how how does that work, and do you charge for it? As of now, no, I don't charge. It's free. All you have to do if you go oh, to the okay. website, you just, uh, that's a subscription where you can just subscribe. Okay, and cool. You put, your, you put your email, it's like an email subscription. It'll notify you for that, oh, that there's a post, because normally I post at midnight. For every day, like I've mm-hmm. already, I've just finished December and the beginning of January, so it gives me a little leeway oh. to finish up January and go, you know, and so far. So December, mm-hmm. since it's not going into the, it's Christmas and going into the New Year, I've already set a post away. It's basically recipes, you from appetizers oh. to desserts to main dishes to whatever you want. December is cooking broke. Special. It's all okay. recipes. Okay, cool. Um, and do the recipes are they your recipes or are they just a collection? Just a collection. Just a collection. I will put. You know, sometimes I will put homemade uh, recipes in, but I mm-hmm. use sometimes I try to find stuff that's that's proven. To where you can sometimes there'll be videos where you'll see it being made. To where okay, you can it's a guide instead of just always just mm-hmm. just the recipe itself. Mm-hmm. So you okay. get a, it's a combination of both. Oh okay, that's cool. And you don't charge. You just do an email mm-hmm. description. People just subscribe to it, and whenever you when you do and you say you do it twice a day. There's there is two posts per day, so when two you posts per day, yeah. So when you subscribe by through your email, you will get a notification of two for two posts. 
majority, 99% okay. of the time, it's only two posts per day. Okay. Um, let me ask this question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when, when the magazine was in print, Mm-hmm. Um, how did you go about, I know in the last conversation you said that, um, basically like it was a group of y'all together and you and stapled it together. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you go about telling a novice to start their own magazine and they think that it has to be, cause everybody's, you know, a publisher and you got to have a printer and you got to have somebody yeah. do this, the copy. No. How would you tell them? Like, first, what's the process? First off, organize. You have to figure out, one, what are you going to have in it? What is going to be consistent? Mm-hmm. And realize to always start small because you don't know. That, little, that one part of that might, might be a big hit and parts of it might not. So you can't put all your eggs in one barrel. And mm-hmm. when it comes for printing, you'll find out to where there's different ways to where you can get it done to where it won't cost, where you won't pay out of pocket. Because in the beginning of it, it was me playing, you know, just going to Kinko's, making the copies, you know, putting it together for people who subscribe to it and who was paying paying for membership, but it got okay. to the point where it was easier to deal with a company that they dealt with the printing, and mm-hmm. the whoever the, the subscriber is pays the printer, and they send it out that way, and you do, you do it that way. There's more than one way to do it, but you got to find the right one that works for you, your budget, and you got to make sure that before you go to that route, you have mm-hmm. people who are going to subscribe because you don't want to go into doing all this stuff and nobody takes it. So you got to mm-hmm. start extremely small. Like do mm-hmm. not just your your family or whatever. Do a little spot check. Go to a place that you know mm-hmm. where you know people will be interested in it and see if they would like it, like a free sample. See if they will if they will be interested in that product. Yeah. And if they or would, like a peer review. Yeah. And if they would be interested in it, then you yeah, you, you go you go go from there. But you gotta make sure that you mm-hmm. have an audience. And not just those exactly. those friends what I was saying like, Oh yeah, this would be great but knowing they wouldn't even buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hop you up, but in the same breath, they will not. They really ain't supporting. Is everybody, mm-hmm. anybody, they ain't gonna, man. yeah, ain't nobody. You put some dollars on it, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, would you? So, I know you said start small. Would a how about a newsletter? Would that be that would be a good position because i'm thinking about starting a newsletter yeah newsletter is good as well when hps first got started mine came out like 
three or four times out of the month. And my friend, mm-hmm. she did a newsletter, and she basically had her her project come out the months that mine didn't. So that way we made sure yeah. that there was always something on the scene, poetry scene, to where people can get the information. But mm-hmm. a newsletter is definitely, but just, just note, it's going to take the same amount of time. It's going to be the same effort, and you got to make sure that uh, – you don't overdo it because you you put more into it and you don't get the result that you want, you're going to feel defeated, and it's a slow process. When it comes to any form, when it comes to, to when it comes with reading, mag- newsletters, magazines, it's extremely slow process. Because I can, I can be honest, when I came, first came out with HPS, oh, so many people – here in Houston, tried to jump on it, coming out with their own thing, thinking, okay, oh, this is going to be some fast money. HPS mm-hmm. is the only one still standing. Mm-hmm. So you got to have get the that. heart for it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have the heart yeah. for it. Yeah. I tell people that about podcasting. Like, I, I mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of people have now, since I'm, you know, since I'm doing it, I've been doing it, um, and I've been doing it for a while. Right. A lot of people don't know that what all goes into. I've been doing a podcast. Yeah, they don't know how long, like, it's been since 2012. And yeah. so I tell people, if you're going to do it, you got to commit to it. It's going exactly. to be another job. Yeah. Yes. Um, because you have to, even though you have people that are just like you said, you know, well, you know, I support you. You're going to be great. Do it. Da, 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 all of that. But if you don't, if they don't listen, it doesn't matter. And so you have to, yeah, like saying like, it makes it worth it because um, I get the opportunity to watch my audience grow organically, and um, and I and I appreciate that because you know I'm I'm getting people. Um, I didn't used to be so quick to say I wasn't good at marketing myself. <laughs> Um, and I want to ask, I want to ask you that. Are you good at marketing yourself? Do you, are, or did you find it difficult? I'm still finding it difficult because mm-hmm. I am to a, a great degree. I'm an introvert. I'm good at keeping to myself. Yeah, do what I got to do. But the same breath, I do like to socialize. And when I came onto the poetry scene here in Houston, I did more social socialization than I did when I was going going to school. I mm-hmm. I was doing volunteer work. I was doing fundraising. I was doing. I was traveling, even just being a support team and performing. I started hosting. It, it just brought all those things. We're like, okay, but that was like great. I know I could do it. 
but the mm-hmm. but the harder part was learning how to do it and keep people interested in what I have to say. Yeah. It's like, yes, I can do those things, but can I get these people to actually come in? Because I mm-hmm. always said I was like the rookie when when it came to the group of people who I was surrounding myself with. But mm-hmm. when it, I knew what I was good at, and when I was doing those things, yeah. I'm like, okay, if she's involved with that, then I know there's going to be a decent turnout because she has these people behind her. So I had that credibility, but when I knew, yeah. but I also knew that was the plus. But I also knew the downside was if those people had other things to do or whatever, and if they don't show up, these people are not coming to see me. So I got to make it mm-hmm. figure out a way to get, to come up with my own version to get people to come because of me, not because of who's behind me. Exactly. And when it yeah. came to APS, the fact that hey, I figured a way to keep poets in Houston in the loop of, okay, this is what's going on now. Unfortunately, our main place has shut down, but this place here is mm-hmm. hosting. This place, so that was my loop to where, yeah. okay. That, so if anything else, people's like, where are you at? It's like, we see the stuff, but we can, well, I never see you. When you coming? I'm like, you're looking for me. Good. It's working. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always going to be, because when any format that you do from podcasting to magazine, you're always going to have to work on socialization, even if you are yep. on video, by phone, by Internet. you got to come up with ways to keep people intrigued. And when it comes to mm-hmm. my the magazine going to the Internet, I think it was better mm-hmm. because – I get to reach out to different people, different countries, mm-hmm. states, mm-hmm. but I get to pull them in by what I post. I don't have to worry about just what I say, but it's just more, okay, what do I put on my page? Yeah. Because I look yeah. at the people who subscribe to my to my, to my my website, and I'll be like, mm-hmm. don't feel like I'm, like I'm in the White House with Obama. I'm just like, how? Yeah. Who do? It's never, yeah. for me, it's never yeah. been the, the number, how many people, it's just who is there. Exactly. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Because um, I'm, I'm getting that way with my podcast, you know. Um, uh-huh. I... people listening like and it's it's different countries like since I started my podcast um this year 2023 mm-hmm. I started it in January I'd say February because I, I tried to do a show in January but it didn't work out right and I actually started it in February and so um when I did that I noticed, okay, I'm, I'm looking at my numbers, and the numbers were, eh, okay, they're good. But then I started looking at, like, Zambia. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Zambia? 
ask. There's 1.8% in people in Zambia. I'm uh, like, are you serious right now? Um, And then it went to um, the Philippines. Oh my God! I, that was I remember my Philippines. That's a that's a historic moment for me. And the person yeah. who from the Philippines is still on my Facebook. Really? Yes, because everybody laughs at me when I tell that story. Because I was at a hospital and waiting for a friend to give birth, and I was getting uh I was in the waiting room, and that was I was getting an order coming in because th- this time it was still on paper. And I thought this person was, was from the Philippines. She was placing orders to go to the Philippines. So when I say people thought I was giving birth, <laughs> when, I, when I got that message. Right? Yeah. So, I yeah. can't imagine. It, it, it is a shocking when you get when you see where you're being heard at, mm-hmm. but it's also, I always try to tell people, also should motivate you because no matter where what's going on around you, you see you're, you're getting somewhere. You might not see them, but they see you. Exactly. So people are paying attention, even if, exactly. if it's the one that's going to is not. Exactly. And that's and that's something else that I tell people when they ask me about starting a podcast. I always say, you know, it may not be the people that you want to listen, but as long as you got somebody that's listening, that's you're the that's good. the main. You're doing good. You're doing damn good. That's what I say. And and when you look at your numbers and you can see, like. I just did, I took um, some personal stuff and um, as those that have listened know, you know, it used to be three of us. Now it's just me. And so, mm. um, and I took some time off because I was like, I gotta yeah. get my shit together. And I came back and I did a show and um I look back at my numbers again, you know, and I'm like, oh, United Kingdom? Wait a minute. And you know, I'm like, wait a minute. United Kingdom? Okay. 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 I used to trip off off in Nepal until now. I yes. see China. I see Africa. Yes. I see all these. I'm just like, Okay, uh-huh. I don't care if it's just one or two. It's just when it comes to that list of places that have seen it, there's, there's numbers. Those, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of places. Exactly. Exactly. One or two. You're, you're Even, it's a progression. Exactly. It is a progression of where you're going and what and what you're doing, and it's working. And keep doing it because, you know, people always say, you know, a lot of people always say that their haters are their motivators. Damn that. I'm not worried about haters. I'm not worried about those haters. I agree. No, because I I can, oh, I had one. Well, I had a couple that popped in my mind, but I had one that tried to stop a publication, period. 
Really? So, and, yes, I had one because we were doing erotic, erotic poetry. And see, at the time when uh-huh. I was doing this publication, they got the black and white issues stopped. Because, oh, they try okay. to say, oh, it was too explicit, too, whatever. And But I'm like, mm-hmm. I got that. I went on Facebook and, and bragged about it. I'm like, thank you. Now all I have to tell is the color issues, the more expensive. Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. up with the work. Yeah. I, but yeah, I, I guess that's how it. Like we are partners. Try to mimic what I did. And try to mm-hmm. say that we, we collab. I'm like, no, boo. You, your collaboration mm-hmm. is with Google. This is not how I do how I work. Because mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. time I had a head writer that did, dealt with music, so he tried to copy my format, which is fine. I'm like, if being realistic, if you're putting yourself out there, especially doing online, that's some, gonna be somebody that's gonna try to copy you. It's, it's oh horrible. yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, but when you try mm-hmm. to do a to this day, he's still on my Facebook thinking he's going to see stuff. He hasn't real, they haven't realized HPS has its own Facebook page. You're on my family page. Mm-hmm. So, no. But, yes, always use that because that, all that does is tells me people are paying attention. People see that you're making some type of progression. They're trying to mimic. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that it's... Um, it can motivate you um, if you let it. And, and yeah, it, don't get me wrong; it can be annoying, but try to stay on. The, I try to stay on yeah. the positive it, because it, cause if you let if you let the negative stand out, you're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. fall back. So you gotta stick to uh, yeah. the positive aspect. Even I know it's <clears> to say things to do. But you have to stick with the positive. Okay, you didn't get to do this type of interview. Okay. So I got to put out more articles. People are, Mm -hmm. I'm getting more likes on these articles. So I know I need to be doing more articles. Mm -hmm. I'm getting people, you know, Mm -hmm. making more comments on these articles. So in the beginning, I Mm -hmm. didn't get a comment on anything. But I'm getting people from like, who are you? They're putting they're putting comments. Even I even accept the negative ones. So I had put one political article up, and I had a thesis of a comment. I'm like, okay, well, I hope you like the the next part. But they commenting, and I like those. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I love I. That's why I said, let me let me get my shit together. Because um, after the the fallout with me and my co-host, I was like, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm, I can't. I, I got enough shit on my plate. I'm dealing with cancer. I'm dealing with being my, you know, I, I just yeah, don't. And on, I know. Exactly. And it was like, and now on top of this, I can't, you know, I can't be me. I can't say what I need to say or no, fuck it. I'm done. I, I, and so I was going to stop. And um, 
But you know you would have regretted But it was my baby. This this podcast exactly. is my baby. It's my baby. And my best friend was like I don't have a a lot to say, oh, I regret this or this what this is my this is mine. This is something I built, mm-hmm. I created. This is mm-hmm. to a certain degree. This is right now, this is my legacy. If something happens to me yeah. within a month or so, only what do I have to show about what I've done? It's gonna be HBS. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, people exactly. remember me as a poet. People remember me as a fundraiser. People will remember me mm-hmm. for hosting, singing, performing, something. But all around the world, what people gonna be wondering? What happened to that website I used to always go go to get notifications on? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. And that's and that's what this is. You know, this is mm-hmm. why. I bring my podcast back, and I, yes. I, I've said, this is my legacy. I don't have children. You know, God didn't bless me with uh, living, breathing children. But this is my baby. Yes. This is my, you know, nice house with Sasha is my baby. And like my best friend told me, she's like, we don't leave our children behind, honey. That's just not what Thank we do. We don't abandon our babies, honey. That is not what we do. You know, get it together. This is not it. And so I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. when I had my little fallout with my the people who I was working with, when they went <laughs> their own way, I felt like my like CPS took my child. And I, when I got it back, I was like, okay, yep. we gonna we gonna fix this. And that's how it came yep. back onto this podcast, not podcast, but onto the, this blog, to where it's just yeah, me and you. yeah, exactly. And that's what and that's what I said. And yeah, I mean, because you know, nobody is gonna love your stuff like you do. Mm-hmm. And that's just and it. Nobody's work on it the way you want it. But you, no, not the way that you see it. Exactly, to see it to be. There are people. There are people who will try to help you get there, and that's fine to help you. Mm-hmm. But for it to be, mm-hmm. to be authentically, yeah. If it's gonna, mm-hmm. if it's coming from you, it's got to be you. Mm-hmm. You have to put your two, and that's what I realized. Two cents into it. Mhm, mhm. Got to put your foot in it. <laughs> yeah, you might as well get the bubble bath. Right and then some. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, cause, you know. Yes, people talk about the flyers I do. How long does it take mm. you to do those? I don't know. Mm. Till I'm done. <laughs> Till it looks how I want it to look. Yeah, because when I used to do the editing for putting the magazine together to go to print, people was like, oh, it's going to take a week. I'm like, mm, no. If you leave me alone and I stay at that computer, mm-hmm. I will, it'll be like a full shift. But I'm like, I think my my best time was 80 pages in um, about six hours. That's mm. the front cover all the way to the back. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, today, so I'm like, I can't believe it. Let, let it be. Yeah. Only let me ask you this. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. So, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if we this if you are tuned in as I am. So, okay. when you're working on your magazine, have you ever woke up at four or five o'clock in the morning and just start working on it? Like you couldn't hmm. sleep because it was something you had. Ask me how many times during the week. Okay. I just gotcha. said, I just said I as December. Tell me why I've already today and yesterday put I make put into my notes different topics for me to start working on for January. Oh, that'll be good for yeah. January. Wake up knowing you got to exactly in the middle of the night for bathroom. Go to that before you even made it to the bathroom though. You've already thought of something. No, now you know you definitely ain't going back to sleep. So you might as well go and pull out that laptop and get it and get started. And get it done. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. I used to get like my friends that that were, you know, unfortunately we're not friends anymore. But um, my friends that I was co-hosting with, they would mm-hmm. be like, "You need to rest. You look so tired." Oh my God! And I'm like, of it is, when you're thinking about something that you love to do, this is not stressful. It's just exactly what you love to do. It's like if somebody if somebody loves being a doctor, then it's not going to be stressful for them for them to tone in their skills by taking a seminar. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to do because exactly. they're dealing with something they love to do. When it comes to the exactly. HPS. Trust me, it's what because I want to make sure that it stays at the minimum, stays at the level that it is, or go higher. Because mm-hmm. if I can or get higher. people from NAA, yeah, if I can get a, a organized chapter from the NAACP on, onto my account, to my website, I want mm-hmm. to reach, make sure I get more than just one chapter. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. if you're doing something that, that you love to do, if somebody loves doing art, mm-hmm. guess what? When they wake up and think of something they want to paint and they get started, that's not stressful for them. That's relaxation because they want nah. to get, they're clearing their head and they're doing something that they love to do. Exactly. Yeah. It's not stressful. Yeah. The only stressful part is like no. if people interfere where you can't get it done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just, just leave me be. What time did you go to bed? I was up to about four, five o'clock in the morning, or I, I didn't go to bed because I woke up one, and so I'll take a nap eventually, sometime during the day. Exactly, exactly, and that's what it is because you, uh, you have that passion, so you have that, and you feel it. Like you said, yeah, it's not stressful. It's, it's. It is everybody else because though they mean well, they're interrupting the flow. Yeah, it's not that they're bad. interrupting they like the what they seeing, no. but to go into the work that goes into doing what they like seeing, yep. they couldn't do it, so mm-hmm. they can't wrap their minds around it. But that's why it's like what they're uh, saying, stay in your lane, because if this mm-hmm. is my lane. 
and you like that lane mm-hmm. what comes from it, stay out of it. So you mm-hmm. can keep getting what you like. Exactly. This is what I do. Exactly. This is what I do. And that's yeah. what I tell people. Yeah. This is this is what I do. I am a podcaster. Like I I take credit. I have you know, and I even had um had a guy, he was um he did podcasting and I was asking him questions and I was like, Well, do you know about your RSS feed? You know, are you, you know, what about your, are you going to get an LLC? Are you going to, why do I need an LLC? Because if you get big, sir, like, are are you going to start taking producer's credit? Why would I take producer's credit? Because you're producing your podcast. Yeah, you got to do your research. (laughs) Because when... I first started a <laughs> and when it was on paper, yes, I dealt, I went to that courthouse. I had I got that mm-hmm. little green card that said the HP the HPS Houston Poetic Society is taken. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't so I can always back mm-hmm. that one up. But exactly like when you Google when you Google HPS, you'll see a lot of different things. But when you see magazine and you're going to see me. You're going to see mm-hmm. my face. You're going to see, you can go see Amazon from uh, sales from when you can order one of our old issues from when it was on paper. Yeah, the website will mm-hmm. pop up. But mm-hmm. that, that HPS is, yeah, that's legally binding. Yeah. So, yeah. You that's got, what you I got said. Like, yeah, you got, and you, you got, got to remember. To update, just because you did it like some mm. years ago, you. Mm-hmm. Cause, and that's the reason why people get people to help them, because you're not gonna think, okay, how long does this last before I have to do it again? Because you're so busy with everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, you need that business aspect to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, I gotta do this again. Well, let me do yeah. this. What else? And if you have. Exactly. And if you like. He was talking about um, he wanted to be on XM, uh, what is it, like Sway in the Morning or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, don't you know he gets produced, like he he gets paid for hosting, of course. Like, yeah, so why would I need producer's credit? Well, when he produ- if he's a producer on his own show, Sway in the Morning, he gets paid for that. Uh, yeah. You can be a host of your own show and still get producers credit. Yeah, I think a lot of people when they just see the the finished product, it's like okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But those who are really serious, they got to remember with every little part, there's other smaller parts that need to be taken care of exactly. to get to cover. Exactly. Exactly. Because. Yes, exactly. I'm editor and CEO. Before I had different people mm-hmm. go, go, searching out for people to interview. Now it's just me. I got to rem- let people mm-hmm. know. Do, I don't know you. I'm like, exactly. Go check this website out. Do you, you think this will be a good fit? Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. You're interested. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And that's why. Yeah, and that's why I put, you know, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. When you look at my Facebook page, it says hostess and producer because I am the host and I am the producer. Like, this is my stuff. You know, so I don't want anyone. Yeah, like, I'm and I've been scouting for people like scouting talent. Like um, my husband and I used to do that. I used to do that for the shows that he and I had together, scouting mm-hmm. people to get on, and he did the same thing. So for me, going out and and scouting talent, that's that's not yeah, hard. I sense. actually enjoy it. It is. And that's a job, and that's a job it, in itself right there. It, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got, I, I have a, a series coming up and a three part series that I want to do that I'm doing. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got one part done. I got the second part done. Now I got to find a cast of characters because I need to get. Um, I need a panel so that I can have a panel discussion. So now I gotta go back out here and do another search out for some more. Oh, yeah, on top of that, February, I'm right now, I'm in the process of scouting for poets and spoken word artists because I'm doing a poetry show for Valentine. So not only am I oh, flyers and I'm writing and definitely send me that info. Girl, come on, can, so I can showcase for the poets, the poets here. So okay, be, so they can, girls. Because like I said, ninety percent of my age, uh, Facebook groups is all poetry. So I have plenty of people to I can I can post, post, showcase that to. I sure will. I will get it to you. This weekend, because I'm, okay. I gotta write up. I like to write up something and put it all across. Because now I'm everywhere on social media. Night talks with Sasha is on TikTok now. Night talks with Sasha is on Threads. Night talks with Sasha is on Instagram, Facebook. The only I'm not going on. What used to be Twitter? I never liked Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't. But I don't, I don't even log into that account. I'm my main no. host is Instagram and Facebook. I have to get myself yeah. into Twitter, not Twitter, but um, TikTok. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my downfall. Is try to get into those yeah. to do those because it's yeah. a lot with the Facebook because I have. The Facebook, my personal Facebook, I have HPS Facebook page, and I have Cooking Broke 2 face page. Mm-hmm. So I have those mm-hmm. three, plus I have the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I have mm-hmm. those, so it's like, I know I got to get on tic, uh, yeah, TikTok, but TikTok. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's my struggle. Yeah, I, I did my first. Now, but, you know, I, I will tell you this. You may not be on TikTok, but your face is on TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that, well, I mean, that's good. <laughs> I can't complain. 
Yeah. I just got to update it. Yeah, because I did the flyer that I did for this particular show. Uh-huh. It's now on TikTok. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I did a... Um, I know. Because a, a yeah. poet uh, had me, you know, send me a request for something, so I opened the TikTok. I just haven't gone on it. It's, confu- uh-huh. it's, it's confusing for me, but what I do like about TikTok is I think that I will really enjoy doing the videos on TikTok because mm-hmm. um, the the one that I did for for part two of the show, I added some music and I added um, you have a way of because it's like my logo my logo and then the flyer for the show, and they're both on there together, and it and it moves into you know one into the other, and when you first start it, it's like a television comes on. So the first thing you oh, see okay. on TikTok is, you know, so I'm like, okay now, okay now, okay. <laughs> but my biggest thing is when it comes to. Yeah, like my biggest thing when it comes to marketing for Nighthouse with Sasha is basically um, coming off behind the screen. Like I got yeah. to put myself out there more. Like I, I gotta have my face. Like, I, and if you're, if I'm going to be talk, and I think the reason that the show is doing so well now than it did back in 2012 and up to 2016 was because now yeah i I'm, i've grown as a woman i've went through mm-hmm. some things and i'm not so afraid of my vulnerability you know what i'm saying yeah and yeah. um and and i think that is what has happened what has helped the show to grow as quickly as it has um because i have been very vulnerable on this show i have talked about some really personal things and i've shared some really personal things because i want to desensitize that eternal cancer does not look like what it used to yeah you know what i'm saying like and and so the only way that we're going to destigmatize that is by talking about it you know and um you gotta be go against that taboo yeah like i have cancer yeah like our yes Yes, because it was um it was a show that I I did back in the summer after my birthday, and um <laughs> here I am, forty six years old. Yeah, here I am, forty six years old, and I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. 
but now I'm talking about going back out here dating. And I know people are thinking like, well, damn, wait a minute. I thought this woman said she got stage four cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And she's talking about dating? It's not going to stop her. It's not stopping her living. Not now. No. Exactly. It's a condition that you have. Yeah. But now you have the choice. Let it consume the rest of your life while you deal with it or keep living while you have it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When exactly. Up, and that's what me. Yeah, because growing up for me, I was always, mm-hmm. my mother was a nurse, was always trying to, we always going to doctors trying to figure out what was going on. And this was mm-hmm. before they, they might even knew what PCOS, that's one diagnosis knew what that was, but PCOS yeah. also, as much as they talk about it makes it hard for you to have children, PCOS also uh, brings out certain types of cancers. And I yep. love having doctors telling me it's not a factor if I have cancer. For me, it's a factor of when will I get cancer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what, uh, okay. So Wait, I'm not meaning to cut you off. Hold on. Hold on. For all, for everyone that's listening, when she says PICO, she's because I, I know a lot of people don't. It's, it's the name of it is polycystic ovarian syndrome. We call in in the medical world, some people call it PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So some people call it PICO, some call it P. Go ahead. Yeah, they call it a lot of yes. But when yeah when I was the devil. I, I'm fifty, so when I mm-hmm. was finally diagnosed with it and it was becoming more popular, I saw it being mm-hmm. aired on. I didn't know I was pregnant, so they were. That's how they were spreading yeah. it out to where it's just more of uh, having children type of issue. It mm-hmm. doesn't, but it it mm-hmm. makes you go bald in certain places. It makes your hair grow <laughs> like you like you have a full grown man inside of you. It makes you exactly. like you're whatever. It makes your sweat stink like a sewer. It has all these different yep. things. Then and then there's also the cancer aspect of it. And they always mm-hmm. say ovarian. Trust. I went through. I want to say three, yeah, I went through three, having three cysts removed during my childhood. One to the point to where I really? felt sucking no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Ow. so we're always going through those fears. And it's, and it's mainly for women, so guys are safe. This is only this only mm-hmm. for women. But the sad mm-hmm. thing about it is a lot of people don't, know that they have it. And they, it could be hereditary yep. to a degree. Yeah. It could be. It, it's like, cause yes, you can have crazy periods to the point off on, bleed too much, bleed, not not do bleed at all to the point, it, but it messes with your anemia, makes you, it, it causes a lot of Small things, but it manifests. Mm-hmm. But when it when it acts up, it turns into big, and it turns into yeah. major. But it's per individual. Everybody yeah. doesn't deal with every 
aspect that it causes. Every aspect. Mm-hmm. It is there. And you have to, when you go to the doctors, you got to stand your ground, and especially if you're dealing with a male doctor, to, where, to make them realize you have to, when you say, you have to say, this is how it's affecting me. Because if you don't say that, mm-hmm. they're going to brush it off. It's just, it's just a you have it's just dealing with pregnancy. They don't look and go into mm-hmm. it and say, "Oh, it does cause these other issues." Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect. That's something everybody has to deal with when you deal with that. Every female. That's one advice I will always mm-hmm. tell any female. Your periods are coming off crazy yeah. to where you're bleeding constantly. Or you're bleeding barely. Your your hormones are just like like you're menopause and you're in your twenties. <laughs> yep. You're you got one day you have hair, next day you know like you like you went and had a haircut and you didn't. You want to get your, your hormones thyroid check. Yeah, yeah. Get your thyroid because um, I have hypothyroidism, and PCOS. Mm. <laughs> and they go hand in hand. So you can't you can't really tell which one is which. That's kind of like what well, All you know is and lupus. Yeah. about a pain in the button. So when I say my sarcasm is strong, trust mm-hmm. me when I say my sarcasm is strong. You have to find but something. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, they didn't have to find that. Mm-mm. No, that could stay Mm-mm. right where it was. No, no right. That could stay right where it was. Not known, yeah. didn't show show his face, nothing. But I got sick during COVID from my working in healthcare. <sighs> mm-hmm. See, if I would have known I had an autoimmune disorder, I don't know if I would have been in the exact field I was in in healthcare. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I probably still would have because I loved what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and yeah. you got COVID. And you you got long COVID now, don't you? No, um, no, I got sick oh, during okay. COVID. That just okay. being okay. getting sick during COVID that created opportunity mm-hmm. for my my illness to get worse. Basically, that's why yeah. that's where COVID yeah. comes in into play for me because everything was shut down mm-hmm. and it was the highest peak. I t- could, you know, the hospital was trying to keep me there as long as they could and then ship my butt home. You stay in that, you stay in that mm-hmm. apartment for three months. Don't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm. How yeah, are you not yeah. going to get out of bed for three months? Because you, you, you do. You, it's just basically an hour a day. You have, you have really. Mhm. That's one thing we had. I had to do with my residents. If they were bed stricken, like if they had a sore, because the way I, the way the doctor said it, I end up having a super virus, and that super virus created a wound. So I had to 
stay off of it. So that means so if somebody has a wound, they can't keep a lot of pressure on it. So you have to rotate. You have to do a rotation. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay off. Yeah. Off of it, but in the same breath, you can't just be walking around with either gravity. It's not going to let it heal. So you have to. So yeah. You get an hour, an hour a day. For, I had an hour a day for three months. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, my sarcasm. My sarcasm is strong. Mm-hmm. And I told my body that um, I want to go back to work. <laughs> it did not mm-hmm. want to go back to work at all. No. no. When I had to go turn in my paperwork mm-hmm. to say, okay, I'm returning, my body said, oh, no, you're not. That wound tried to reopen. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I got you. We're going to take it. We still got time. Chill out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, um, for me now, I have to, um, they haven't said, like, my doctor hasn't said, well, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know. He hasn't said anything. But he'll ask me when I go, my oncologist, he'll say, well, how, what you been doing? My doctor, my, my PCP, they'll ask me, what have you been doing? And, how are you doing? And uh, do you, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> the last time I saw my oncologist, yeah, I asked him, what you mean? What you mean? How? What am I doing? In terms of what? He's like, well, are you, you know, are you getting back to your regular routine, sir? I am my own caregiver. Yeah, you've been your own routine. I never stop. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, you don't have anyone to come in? And, no. <laughs> well, how do you get to the doctor? Huh? Don't you love shocking doctors? That is so fun for me. Yeah. Me too. I love. I love. I'm just looking at I love because we 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 clicked once. I shocked her because she was so busy dealing <laughs> with people who were like just tell her anything or whatever. And like I told her, I you know my my reason why I didn't take metformin because it made my heart beat too fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like just thinking for mm-hmm. she was thinking I was just like just coming up with something. So she went to her computer and she was like like the school teachers like, are you sure? You gonna stick with this story? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can go ahead. Yeah. And when she types it up, mm-hmm. and she she had to put her glasses on and see, yeah, it does make your heart go fast. I'm like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not that one. If I say something, I'm usually being serious with it. So now exactly. I'm her special, yeah. her special patient. If anything mm-hmm. goes with me, I'm like, I could ha- I could say have a. Yeast infection from a medication that we know is going to give it to me. I, I tell her it gave to me. Go to the emergency room. I'm like, oh good lord. Uh, like, for really? Well, yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's her way of paying back. My doctor is kind. Yeah, I don't shop my doctor, but what I do, what I do love about him is. 
um, I'll come in into my appointment with um, with my notebook. Mm. I come in with a notebook and a pen. He just sits down. He's like, so, oh, it's one of those types of visits today. Okay. All right. And then he'll just sit down and he'll cross his leg. And he's like, okay, let's go. And so I'll be like, yeah. I want to ask you about this. And he's like, mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was like, well, you know, because I have been on metformin. I'm still on metformin. Mm. And um, I said, now, Dr. Singh, I have been taking metformin for X amount of time. He's like, yes. Don't you need to check my B12? Because metformin, and for all of y'all that don't know, if you're on metformin, Mm-hmm. It will make your B. It will deplete your B12, your vitamin B12. Go get your B12 checked. Get your vitamin D checked. As black people, we need to get our vitamin D checked, and we need to get our B12 checked. So you need to make sure get, check all your vitamin. Get your your blood checked. Period. True. True. A lot of stuff. A lot of times we'll be people, especially black people, will be. I have. Iron issue, issues, vitamin issues, and not know it. They just thinking, oh, it's just regular thing, nothing major. When you can just go yeah. pop a pill or chewable. Yeah. You chew. Yep. But oh, no, see, vitamin D. I do my, I do emails. Oh no, I don't do that. I I have emails. I no, I can't do that. I, that poor man would, he would, I don't do no email. And um, now you know what's really bad though? And I'm going to tell, yeah. I'm going to tell this story. I self-diagnosed my cancer. <laughs> okay. I did. So, when, when they told me the type of cancer mm-hmm. that I had, I was like, what? And so, I called. Now, everyone told me, don't, don't research. I am a researcher, <laughs> okay? But now, I'm not one of those Google and WebMD, mm-hmm. let me tell y'all something else listening to listen to Sasha, okay? If you're mm-hmm. gonna Google things to try to find out stuff, don't go to WebMD. That's just a that's that's as bad as you going to the damn Wikipedia page. Okay? Yep. Don't go to WebMD. That's not it's not accurate information when you're Googling. If you're going to Google a medical thing, you need to go to a hospital, to Google such as um, a hospital as, um, what's it? Um, Yeah, Methodist, a, um, what is it, Cedars-Sinai? Yeah. Um, What's that one in Baltimore? Baylor. (sighs) Baylor and the other one. It's another one in Baltimore. In Maryland, um, yeah. you, John, John, John Hopkins. Yeah, John Hopkins. 
Yep. Those are the type of hospitals, Emory. Those, because Emory is a teaching hospital. It will give you the correct information. So don't go to WebMD anymore Mm -hmm. if that's what you're doing. WebMD is the bottom. It's like your last resort is because you just want just blatant, okay, yes, no. You want details? Yeah. I've used yeah. the John Hopkins and all this. I've I've done articles, especially when it deals with lupus. I've done articles through mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. I, I did, recently did a whole series just to give people the, the insight. There's a lot to this. It's not just yeah. oh, you're still. I'm like people. People were starting mm. to realize yes, lupus messes with your your lungs. Lupus messes with your kidneys. Yep. Lupus messes with not yep. more than just your joints. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it stuff does. that it deals with. And see, that's one thing I like. My, another reason why I love my PCT, she was the one that diagnosed diagnosed me, not my arthritis doctor. She did. Uh, okay. And that arthritis well. doctor was mad. The rheumatologist? Yep. She was mad. Because she was like, oh, like, she's always doing these things or whatever. I, her exact words, I highly doubt it because she just looked, focused on my weight. But she was Oh, like, of course. Oh, my God. I say, when I say she ate humble pie, she, did, she mm-hmm. didn't even tell me. She you didn't got... even do it face to face. She called me to tell me with a better tone. Yes, I do have an autoimmune disorder. I'm like, no shit, Charlotte. Yeah. My doctor told you that. She's, uh, you're going to have to run, and I'm going to have a medical show, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to talk about the um, being fat and, and going to doctors. We're going to talk oh, about how cool. doctors treat fat people. Oh, and because um, oh, even she, because my partner, yeah. found out, I gave, well, my birthday, I gave her, I came up to the job, to her job, gave her birth, that birthday cake with all the, the butterflies and stuff on it, and with the note, thank mm-hmm. you, I told her, you are the best doctor out of all the years mm-hmm. since I was a kid. She talked about I almost made her mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I, and I had to tell her, I didn't eat the cake, I just made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, some really, definitely. it's some really good doctors. So yeah, that's, huh? I said definitely. What did you say? I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just saying. I was like, I, I'll definitely be up for it. Yeah. I have so many stories to the point where like, yeah. no. Yeah. People wonder why I, I talk the way I talk. Woo! You yeah. talked about. The being too fat and all that, like, oh my gosh, I um. But let me tell you a story about my diagnosing my own cancer. Mm-hmm. Um. So <laughs> I was um. They told me my husband and everybody told me stop researching. My husband he took my phone. He wouldn't let me have my phone because mm-hmm. he knew I was gonna be researching and stuff. So this mm-hmm. was like I called the um 
American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this lady on there, and she said, um, I said, I, I need help. Like, I, I, I just got diagnosed, and I'm not doing, like, mentally, I'm not good. Like, I have, I completely shut down. Like, I was just like, okay, Lord, What's I'm on this table. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Um, and so she was giving me all of this info and stuff. And, and then she asked me what type of cancer did I have that they diagnosed me with? And did I have a mm-hmm. diagnosis? And I said, not really. Um, but they said that I have breast cancer. Mm-hmm. But it's now in my bones and my liver. And she said, oh, would you like for me to give you information? about it so that you can I said well they don't want me to research it and she's like but this is but you should know you should know what you're dealing with you should have an idea of what you're dealing with and I said okay so she sent it to me so I downloaded it and then I'm reading it and I'm reading it and I'm reading all this stuff and it tells you about the stages and I look at it so when you get to stage two metastasis and it's gone from breast to liver to bones or bones or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. So I start wailing. My husband comes, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, I have terminal cancer. I have terminal cancer. And he's like, you don't know that. Stop that. You don't know that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I gave him the papers and stuff. Here, read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. He's like, I don't know what I'm reading. So my appointment to my oncologist at Emory Hospital wasn't until the first, at that time, uh, it was the first of December. So first of all, okay, for I finished, but it was the first of December, and uh, mm-hmm. so we went there. And while we're there, stage four cancer. And so when the oncologist got through talking, and she looks at him, and then she looks at me, she says, "Has anyone told you your stage?" And he, I was going to say something. He says, "No, no one's told us anything really." So I just looked at him. <laughs> She says, well, you have stage four cancer. And I looked at him. I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you I did. I told you I had stage four. You told him that? How did you know that? Because I got stuff from the Cancer Society and I read it. And you like, what, just reading it, you... Yeah, she said, so you read it and you, yes, when you have metastasis, it means that it's stage four, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's terminal, but it's stage four. I have stage four cancer. Oh, my God. And she's like, we got to get you in treatment ASAP. Yeah. Like, you got to, we got to get you on some chemo. You're going to have to do chemo. And we got to get you on chemo, like, 
ASAP. Right. Right now. Well, you know, I I know it's the holidays. I want you to go home, enjoy Christmas, but the first of the year, you're gonna be in treatment. Your first treatment is this day, and it's gonna take twelve hours. That ain't what she said, but that's how long it took. Yeah. It was supposed to take six to seven, but it actually took twelve hours. The first round of chemo that I had, taxes here, but. I'm celebrating an anniversary. Hey, what's the anniversary? It is uh, three years since I was diagnosed. Don't you love when you it happened? What they think and from and what reality? Well, no one. Yes, I. Yes, I love it. I I love. I have not only that, but I have exceeded my own expectations. Good. Um, I have, I didn't know when my husband died, I did not know if I was going to make it. Not only did I not know if I was going to make it, I'll be real honest, I didn't know if I wanted to. I really didn't know if I wanted to be here. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't know. If I had it, it in me. Anything left. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, trust me when yeah. I say, and you know when I say, I know. Mhm. Because I, yeah. like I told you earlier, I'm not at your phase, but like I said, mm-hmm. growing up, I was always told it's not a factor if I get cancer; it's a matter of when it's I when. get. And now that I know I'm at 50 and I have polyps that are the cancerous type, mm-hmm. and the process to get them out, to say has been mm-hmm. stretched out, is beyond ridiculous. Yeah. I, wow. People have, and people, I know yeah. I have friends and family who are wondering, am I mentally still here? Because I'm like, well, until it's told to me the where they they turn into cancer, until they told me it's mm-hmm. gone to the point to where no returns, I'm just gonna continue mm-hmm. doing what I'm on this earth to do and deal with all the rough That's all it. life obstacles I gotta deal with. Exactly, because it doesn't stop. People, uh, you know, mm-hmm. shit still happens. People don't give a damn. Like, people, they care, but at the end of the day, they don't give a damn. Shit still, people still do fucked up things to you. You know, and I hate to say it like that because, yeah, I've run, like, I have come across some beautiful people, beautiful souls that have just reached out to me and just you're gonna make it you're gonna fight you're gonna you're gonna be good you're gonna you know just i have come across some really beautiful people and i tell people all the time that there are so many good people in the world they just want a chance to show it sometimes 
And see, and I'm I'm yeah. on the reverse end of it. I haven't really told some people, and I know that they want to mm-hmm. know. But for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get your anxiety up, and it's no need yeah. for it. So I, yeah. I'm always because they're always wondering, okay, what's going on? How are you feeling now? Because they know stuff is changing. Yeah, they see it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm like. I don't want one, I don't want to verbally put it out there, but in the same breath, I don't want to give you false information. I don't want to give you, mm-hmm. I don't want to put that fear on you. If there's no, if there's no reason to yeah. put the fear on you, I'm not going to put it on you. I know yeah. probably I'm going to get these things out of me sometime next year. So mm-hmm. I'm like, so that'll be one I know if it's, yeah, I got him out in time, or, oops, well, I guess it was meant for me to go through this next phase. But mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm not yeah. going to jump the gun and put that burden on my loved ones. Not, especially mm-hmm. if I don't have to. I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess. And, I'm, and they think I'm like, I'm distancing myself from them. And it's like, no, I just don't want, I don't want to put that type of negativity on you. If it's not necessary, yeah. why would I want to make my why, yeah. why would I want to make my loved ones fear fear that I'm not gonna be there when I don't even I know that. that I get that yeah, yeah I get that it's, it's, it's the, dealing with sick people Eesh. I'm like okay it's not that mm-hmm. it's not that it's serious it's just a mm-hmm. it's not we're not at the point to take it that serious yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as I keep doing what I'm supposed to do, yeah. that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's, uh, people ask me things. You know, I used to, you know, I used to do the update on Facebook. Then I stopped. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, mm, nah, because I felt like. Sometimes Some people, good. I know that they really. It's good for you to yeah. get those thoughts and those those feelings out, and and you know you're gonna yeah. you know when you do it, you're gonna get people that's gonna have encouraging words to say, and some of it is mm-hmm. you're gonna be genuine with it, and then there's gonna be some that's like, okay, they look crazy. They'll know they look crazy if they see that and don't say something, but you know, majority mm-hmm. of people who actually do care. And that is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is a mental boost. It is. So, it is. Yeah, so, but then I kind of I kind of felt like I was. Yeah, it is, and and it, I didn't stop because I uh, of other people. I just stopped because of me. And life be lifing, and sometimes the light that be lifing. Don't have nothing to do with the cancer. It just be life, be life, hell. And y'all don't need to know where I was at. <laughs> true. I'm like, that's true. Cause yeah, like, you know. Everybody's got to deal with some kind, some kind of type of BS. So it's mm-hmm. just, no matter, no matter how you're feeling, you got something. You, everybody's going through mm-hmm. something. Uh-huh. Somewhere, somehow, somebody is going yeah, somebody, through. Some way. Everybody's doing, dealing with mm-hmm. something. 
Exactly. Um, so let me ask you one other question, and this is going to be my last question to ask because we don't went everywhere. Um, okay. What in the in the next five years? Where do you see yourself in HPS? Ooh, in five years. Well, one thing I I pray and I try to focus on is be able to get to make money through HPS because I know I can do it without mm-hmm. having to charge for subscribers. I can get it through advertising. Mm-hmm. But I know I need mm-hmm. to more fans, people, subscribers, to get to make get the funds. So that's mm-hmm. why I can all say it don't cost you anything to subscribe. I actually get funded if you subscribe because it's not coming out of your mm-hmm. out of your bank accounts. Um, mm-hmm. Besides that, I want to get more interviews. I want to where when I when I contact somebody, they have an idea of what HPS is. Yeah, because right now it's some people hear of it. You know, like some people check it out, but I want it to be better known. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know it won't be in your jet, nothing like that. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, no, no. Don't say no, that. No, the only reason I no, I want to say that because I want to be better than that. Because some of those are not here okay. anymore. Gotcha. That's true. I want to be just like how how it is now, just for locally. Like I said, when I when I came out when it was on paper, everybody bit off that. They're like, oh, okay, they can make money off of this. They can do this, and I'm still the last one standing. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to be the last mm-hmm. one standing, and at the representing Houston, but it's representing me. That's representing arts. That's representing creativity. That's and mostly positivity. Because it's very rare if yeah. anything on, on their website is negative. Every time, pretty much everything on there is a spotlight of something positive. positive. Every blue moon, like I said, yeah. politics kind of pops on there. Because I'm sorry, the what, way things are going now, it, I'll be looking kind of crazy if I don't say, have something to say about politics. But exactly. the majority of it, yeah, you, you can't hide from it. But majority is positivity there are still positive outlets there are people like you can you you might know the main person is somewhat famous but you see those people behind them that help create that image to get that person in learn more about them because mm-hmm. they help make mm-hmm. that you know make that thing to make them like oh i like this okay learn mm-hmm. more about that person exactly Exactly. Yeah, I love it. And I support you in 100, 1,000%. So whatever I can do to help, let me know. You know, that's what, that's what this is about for me. You know, I, I want to help people. I want to, and I try not, I try to be positive on my platform as well. So I, um, I can see you doing that. Yeah. I'll, I would love to see you doing that. Okay. Here we go. We're going to play a game. You ready? Yeah, this I saw that post about the game. Let's get started. Come on. Okay. okay. 
this or that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to start easy on you, okay? So you okay. get a feel of what it is. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Beer or wine? Wine. Okay. Uh, Italian or Chinese? Italian. Okay, now it's going to get a little hard. You, you got this. You got this. All right. Okay. Now, you got you got an opportunity to interview somebody that you've always wanted to interview. And okay. they're coming to HBS. But they're not a poet, but, you know, whoever. All right. Michelle Obama or Nikki Giovanni? I hate you. Dang. Um. <laughs> dang. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Sorry, Nikki. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? No. I have I'll to get on it. The next, I'll get on the next interview. No, this one lifetime. <laughs> okay. So it was a There's ne there's Nikki Giovanni and the president's dick. Come on now. You you know you won't talk no, to Nikki Giovanni and ask her. I, yes, I wanna talk to her because yes, there are but there are so many live and all around the country. There, I've I've watched a lot with Michelle, but there are still there are so many questions that were, I would that I know have never been asked, and now I don't I don't oh, okay. have to be by her book. But being the first black no. female, and that how well you know that's you know that's questions that people reporters could know that they wanted to ask but couldn't. I yeah, I guess you're right. I see. I see it from. Okay, I see your point of view. I see it now. Okay, okay. Uh, here we go. Whew. I'm still doing Nikki Giovanni. Um, I know. At least somebody introvert or <laughs> introvert extrovert. I'm gonna be an introvert at heart. Oh. That's not gonna change. I'll 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 get that's not gonna but I I'll, I'll take myself out there. Really? I'll even go solo. because I like doing that every blue moon, and I get those eyes popping out of people's heads. They like they can't believe I'm there. That's fun to me. Okay, now here goes something else. You you got another one. Here. I'm 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 trying to make this one hard too. You got a once in a lifetime opportunity. Okay. You gonna write a book, or you gonna be continue to be the editor of HPS? Editor of HPS. I've already written two books. Oh, excuse me. Oh. books, and I don't even I don't even have copies of them. I have. The paperwork from when I did want the second book, 
But I, my people who read the first book, they make fun of me to this day. They will post on my post book how they have still have that that book and I don't have it. I'm like, why you don't have it? Because honestly, when I first did it, it wasn't. I didn't do it to to sell them. I initially created it oh. as Christmas gifts. But then when they got out, it was it was like a tell a tell off because everybody knew that I had a very bad temper. I was new to the poetry scene. I didn't. I'm like these people looking look acting a little childish, and I'm ignorant. So my first book was called Anger Mismanagement 101. This is just wrong. So it was a lot of my diss poems, basically putting people down. And those who I gave it to, they showed it around. So everybody was trying to figure out which poem was about which poet. That's how it became oh. popular. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Great. So the What's the name of that book? Um, Anger Mismanagement so familiar. 101. This is just wrong. It sounds familiar. Yeah, if you go on my Facebook, oh. Facebook, you'll see it. And you'll see like a soccer keys posting it on my page. And like, yeah, I still got it. I'm like, I hate you right now. Don't. All right, fine. <laughs> and so with that book, okay. I created uh. a second book. Where I had to try to show, okay, I'm more than just angry. So I had, it was called Shades of a Poet's yeah. Personality. So, but yeah, I've already done two books, so yeah. I like H, I like HBS. Okay. It gets to grow with me. Okay. Okay. Beach or the mountains? Oh. Okay. Beach is calming. But I'd be terrified that the water's gonna get too close too close up to me. Mountains love the serenity. Be worried about mudslides and earthquakes. Yeah, I overthink. <laughs> uh, can I can it be a sea where I'm like up in the mountains where I can see the ocean? Uh-uh. No. The ocean. No. I'm like, oh, no, I take that back. Mountains. Uh-uh. I'm too paranoid for that. No. It'll be the mountains. <laughs> okay, mountains. Okay. Here we go with another one. That's funny. Flowers or diamonds? Example. Just for example. One time I was dating when I was real young. I went to the Galveston here in Houston. Uh, it was supposed to be a romantic Oh, yeah, I've heard getaway. of it. My boyfriend at the time, oh. he booked a hotel room. There two, like he, he picked one of the fancy ones. There are two fancy ones in in Galveston. One is on land. There's another one is on poles. It's like because it's in the ocean. And something told me to check. Poles? I had to cancel oh, that and put him and for him to realize if you want me to have a good time, get me on land. Mm-mm. I'll be too terrified. That, no, 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 no. So yeah, it's on a pole. Well, it's like those long poles. It's like it's standing. It's in the. It's in the earth. It's grounded. But yeah, it's like it's yeah. Out, it's like out in the water. 
Uh-uh. There ain't no way. Yeah. You going to help me? No. That's, that wasn't romantic. That was an uh, anxiety yeah. attack. No. Yeah, yeah, no. I, have to, I, have to the I don't even like that. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't like that. It's a fancy rest. I mean, it's a fancy hotel. It's really nice inside. But that outside yeah. state, no, 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 no. Yeah, I picked the one that was on land. No. That's, that's like uh, the first time I ever been to the Sundial. It's a restaurant in Atlanta that um mm-hmm. moves and it gives you the um the skyline of the city of Atlanta, right? So mm-hmm. while you're sitting there Yeah, and you don't know and so it kinda like juice you out and you're kinda like over the edge a little bit and you just happen mm-hmm. and I happen to look. I'm scared of height. And I was like, oh, oh. He's like, don't look, don't look, you know, because it, it doesn't, like, throw you out there, but you get kind of, like, to the edge. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you don't realize, that, oh, yeah, I, I've, I've had that experience on a boat. I was, I went to a mm. casino, and I'm, my naive butt, because it was before I really started going to him, I thought that sucker stayed down. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that sucker moved. I thought it stayed right there. So I'm inside of it, you know, trying to have fun, making fun of people, doing whatever. Fine, because I'm like, why everybody drunk? No. But I'm I'm doing fine. So I stepped outside, and I turned my head and saw the dock was vaguely in the distance. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. mm Yep. When I say it was a good thing that that horn blew, right when I realized that, Mm-mm. the words that came out of my did you scream that loud? That was a perfect thing for Martin to wait. It's like you don't have to worry about bleeping me. The horn did it. <laughs> yeah, they'll go. They they're floating out there because um, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. I was, I was like, on one. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you sell around. That's like um, we. I went to the when I was in Connecticut and we rode the ferry. I I don't know. I had never been on a ferry before. A ferry boat. Oh. You know, you park your car, you get out, yeah. and it goes pretty fast. I had mm-hmm. never, and I was like, oh, I had never been on one before. That was my first time. Boat, I, I didn't. I it was okay. Yeah. The last boat I went on, I went on a cruise with my family, and we went. And I, and mm-hmm. that was a, that was a, that was a miracle in itself. But I got on the, I got on the cruise, and then I for an excursion, I went parasailing. So that meant from getting off the bigger Ooh. boat to a smaller boat. When, when we, when we're trying to catch up speed. I didn't care that there were children on that on that on that boat. I'm sure those children heard curse words. So I was safe. I didn't care. But when we started, me and my niece end up being paired together and going to go up. I was yeah. so happy because when I took the picture, my my niece is like, "Holy crap, we're going up!" All you see on my face is the big smile. I'm like, "Thank you." 
off. I even said off the boat. I didn't care about being up so high. I was off the boat. So, so you'd rather, oh, wow, no. Mm-mm. You can see fear Mm-mm. in one face and happiness in the other. So you can tell. No, nah, I'd rather be on No. Put me in. I, I, that's why I chose, I switched the ocean to the mountains. I'll, I'll deal with a mudslide or a crack. That's fine. Nope. I'm, nope. 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 I love the water, though. Um, I, the first time I ever flew, I had a hard time on an airplane. I it was it wasn't good. <laughs> oh wow! It wasn't good. The first time I was I was so nervous. I was so scared. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to do that. Uh, too much. <laughs> I'm like the next time I ever fly anywhere, hopefully I will be drunk. Oh Lord, or sleep. No. <laughs> try yeah, try sleep. Don't yeah, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I I, I I just go to sleep because I don't I don't want to I don't it's the takeoff it's the takeoff and then when you look out the window and you and it's like oh my god. Yeah, you can't even see the ground, and it's like, okay, so oh lord! And I got slide down the window. You just need to just leave it there. Just I, I did, but me being me, I look because I, yeah, I'm look, I'm looking out the window peeping, and and it was like, oh, oh, let me look out the window, you know, let me look out the window and see what I, oh, shit. I don't know what I thought. I don't know what I thought I was gonna see. Episodes of the wrong show. You got a reality check. That's what that was. That's all it was. Yeah, I just it was not like the shows. No, it was not. And the takeoff is the pressure. Like when you, and you know what I'm saying. Like when you. Yeah, and then you feel it as it goes up and, and it pushes you in the seat and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, I, um, mm-hmm. But that was just one time that I, I flew, though. So you got to get used to I it. I guess I'd have to. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to get used to it. it. It's one thing if it's yeah. like a lot of major turbulence or something, then, yeah. But it's just something you just you oh, have to get used to. Please don't say turbulence. I was I was so grateful that there was no turbulence on the plane when we when we flew because um, I flew from Atlanta to uh, New York. Okay. <laughs> like it wasn't that long of a flight, like but I just didn't like it. Exactly, it was long enough. You exactly right. It was long enough. Okay, so. But tell everyone where they can get in contact with you if they want to put something in HPS and where they can find HPS magazine on your website. They can go Google or anywhere and just type in hpsmagazine.com. If you want to submit work or if you have any ideas for editorials 
or any topics, you can there's a link there or you can contact me directly at Deidre Gibbs four oh six at Gmail dot com. Okay. All right. All right then. Thank you so much, Deidre, for coming on. It was joy to have you. Yeah, uh, it was good. That was fun. Yeah, I love it. I we'll have to get you back on air. Like I said, I will. Um, I'll get you that info about the poets, and so hopefully someone will be interested. Um, and I'll get you some info about the um about the medical show that I um uh, working that I'm working on. And it was something else that I'm supposed to find to give you some information about. But that's going to be later in December. Yeah, okay. I remember what it was. Yeah, it's going to be later in December. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get all that to you. Yeah. All righty. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on and telling us about you and HPS Magazine. I love it. I, I call you Khadijah from Living Single. Hey. That's what I Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, that's what I said. I'll be even happier, but until then even better. I'll take the attitude. Yeah, because I, I even wrote it down. I was like, Okay, Khadija. <laughs> I wrote the question down. So tell me, Khadijah, for living single. <laughs> and all, all I could think about was Russell. When you talked about the guy that did music, and you said it, <laughs> when you talked about the guy that works for you and he did music, all I could think about was Russell from Living Single, little short guy. Yeah, he was funny. Um <laughs> Well, I want to thank y'all for tuning in for <laughs> another episode of Night Talk with Sasha. Uh, coming up next Friday, December the 8th at 9 p.m., um, we're going to have a conversation about an, an emotionally intelligent man. What does he look like? What does he do? What is an intelligent, emotionally intelligent man? What does that mean? Yes, where are they? And why I can't find one? And we're also going to talk about how an emotionally intelligent man can be, is going to lead into another show that's coming up soon about narcissism. And narcissist. Yeah. Because an emotionally intelligent man, they can cross exist with a narcissist. So you got to be kind of careful when you, but we're going to talk about what that is. Yeah, we're going to talk about what that is. We're going to have some ladies talking, coming on, talking about an emotionally intelligent man. Like I said, man, where he's at, how to find him. And also, we're going to ask another question. Are women really ready for an emotionally intelligent man? Mm. 
What do you think? So join us for that. We're going to have a couple of guests. There's going to be a three-part series for that. So the first part is going to be identifying. The second part, we're going to have a panel. And the third is going to be some emotionally intelligent men. And we're going to ask these gentlemen, what makes you an emotionally intelligent man? What are your boundaries? How do you set those boundaries? What does it mean to be with you? What what do you do as an emotionally intelligent man that is different from another man? Are you more accountable? Are you accountable for your actions? What do you guard? What is more important to you? Your peace over what? Um, so we're going to talk about it. because, And this is labeled a truce. We're having a truce. Black men and black women, we're going to have a truce. We're going to stop bashing each other, and we're going to start listening to each other. And maybe we can come to a place of intersection of where there is a mutual respect for each other. Maybe all the black men are not done with us and they're not becoming passport bros and going to other countries. (laughs) Maybe there are some black men that still want to work it out. So if you are an emotionally intelligent black man and you want people to know who you are and converse with some women that want to learn about you, hit me up. Let me know. Because I want to talk to you. I want to pick your brain. I want to know what you know. And I want to have a conversation. And I want you to have a conversation with my audience. So definitely join me. So that's all coming up in the next couple of weeks. But next Friday, the 8th, we will be having, I'm going to have a special guest. We all call her Dr. G. Um, She's a woman. This lady on my page, great person, has a wonderful personality. Uh, everyone knows her as Gabrielle Santiago. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's going to be coming on. I think Lady T-Bird is going to be on as well. And I have some other ladies on. And um, we might throw a guy up in there. See what, see what shits and sticks we play with. So that's coming up. Um, in the next three weeks, we're going to have that three-part series. Um, also, I want to let you all know, I'm going to start a link. Well, not really a link, but I'm going to start a post on my Facebook page. Um, it's Christmas season, and I want to spend my money with you. So if you are Black and you have a Black business, a small business, drop your business below. On my page, I'm going to post it up until the end of December. So even then, if you got some sales coming, if you want to get, you got some free shipping. Do you got some free shipping? Do you have some hair care products that I can use? Listen, I have, I have the big cat, okay? And my hair is coming back, but I need some help. Like you got some lipstick. You got some fine, like, I want to be pretty. I want to say, you got some perfume? Do you even have some dupes? Like, if you got some good dupes, I will even work with your dupes. Because, honey, the stuff I want, 
is putting a crease in my pocket. Ooh, jiggling around coins. But I want to shop with you. And I want my other people that listen to Night Talks with Sasha to Night Talks with Sasha to shop with you as well. So you can put your business on my page. And we're going to get that going. Get you some business. And, you know, I can go shopping. Y'all got some shoes. Honey, I need some shoes. Do y'all have clothes for big girls? So I'm, I'm, yeah. Now, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but January of 2024, Night House of has a special, special, special guest coming up. It's my first influencer. She, y'all see her everywhere. She's been on Facebook. She's been on TikTok. She's all over TikTok. Everything that she sells, I've been wanting to buy. So I'm gonna let y'all think about that. And you can figure out who is coming on my talk in 2024, January it's gonna be an extravagant. <laughs> so that's it. Got that coming up. So I want y'all to tune in and come on in the room, baby, and let's talk about it. That's what we do over here. All right, y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. It's gonna be raining tomorrow. Drive safely. Get off your phone. Okay. And wash your hands because COVID is here and the numbers are going back up in the RSV. We don't want y'all sick. I want to, I want to talk about you, not read about you. So, and don't give it to me. If you see me, don't touch me because y'all got cooties. And I love you like cooked food. So good night and goodbye. Have a blessing. Toodles. Yeah.